0: Lays it in to Trey, two seconds, wide. Trey Slaughter, good! With one, and the Hawks are going to win this game. Shot clock at five, it's poked away, and comes up with it, and stops it. Came up shy. another lob at up high. Picked up by Tatum, slaps it, can't get it, Kevin lets it fly, swish! Oh! Hello and welcome back to the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks team coverage podcast, formerly known as Hoop Hawks, where we cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm recording this on Friday morning, January seventh, ahead of tonight's matchup on ESPN versus the Los Angeles Lakers out in Staples Center. But now, no, it's Crypto.com Arena. And we're going to recap great, great team victory in Sacramento the other night. Everyone chipped in. Kevin Hurter had a wonderful night. And help is on the way for the Hawks as we get some people out of health and safety protocol. They're questionable tonight due to conditioning issues, obviously, because of COVID-19 and how it affects your lungs and everything. But hope could be on the way the team looked really good especially on the defensive end on wednesday night can they reverse the curse for friday night espn games we'll see we're gonna cover all this after this plug if you like losing money turn this off right now but if you love free band free bands just like super future then keep listening sports betting is getting huge across the nation And all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HoopBall to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%. Just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this is your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter. and You can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money. Then again, my homies sign up with the promo code Hootball to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some in the words of future. Like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right. And we are back. Wow. What a game on Wednesday night. What, what a great game on Wednesday night. It was just great team basketball. And, Hawks finally play some defense. They focused on defensive end, and it was going to be an interesting night going into it because Trey Young was out due to a back contusion after he was body slammed by Yusuf Nurkic, who ironically got into it again the other night with another player. So um, actually, it was Tyler Hero for the Miami Heat. Tyler Hero took a swing at him, and I tweeted. I said, you know what? I know there's a lot of Hawks fans who want to take the swing at Nurkic after the game the other night because Nurkic, call it what you want, and he plays extremely hard. He's very physical, but sometimes you know those players that physicality it just, it just makes it look like they're dirty, like Kelly Olynyk. That is that's use of Nurkic, and you know tough guy. He's going to you know check you. Physically, he's gonna let you know that he's there and that he's not a punk. And you know, I gotta tip my cap off to him for that. But certainly, you know that knockdown did not look basketball-ish at all. It looked more WWE. So, but I rest my case. So we did not have Trey Young, John Collins, Bogey, and the gang still out at this point with. Um, actually they're just not with the team when they were playing this Sacramento game and they were going to fly out to meet the team in LA. They're questionable right now due to conditioning, but shorthanded offensively, their main engine and Trey young is out. So that means that other people are going to have to step up and boy, did they, they started off with a great first quarter Kings would, Win the third quarter, but the fourth quarter, which is obviously when the Hawks usually implode, they outscore the Kings by three, and they hang on to win the game. And it was a great team victory. Like I said, it wasn't, they didn't have the team assist number that I like, but when you look at the box score, it is balanced scoring for the Hawks. Six players for the Hawks scored in double digits, and everybody who touched the floor for the Hawks, scored that is that's what Hawks basketball is all about spreading the attack out that was the the best thing I saw on Wednesday night outside of how they play defense um, you hope to the Kings to just 42% shooting from the field 40% from three but only made 11 three pointers so they were efficient with the threes that they hit but the Hawks really did it did a good job. Of running them off the three-point line, which is something that's been a problem the last month and a half or so. Allowing teams to just shoot astronomical numbers from the three-point line. And Hawks would lead in fast break points and points in the paint. But the thing was, again, the balanced scoring and how they play defense is what made me really happy to see on Wednesday night. Their leading scorer... Kevin Herter was off the bench, and a lot of people were like, why is Kevin Herter not starting? And when you look at this lineup, DeLon Wright should be the point guard. Uh, Cam Reddish was at the three. Gallo was at the four. Capella at the five. And they've got TLC in there. A lot of people were like, well, Kevin Herter should start in place at TLC. The Hawks only played three players off the bench, Okongwu, Lou Will, and Herter. So they had a shorter rotation, and with a shorter rotation and looking at the players off the bench, obviously Okongu is not known as an offensive player, more of a defensive-minded player. Lou Will has been struggling mightily, and then you have Kevin Herter. When you look at it like that, going into the game, you're like, okay, why is Kevin Herter not starting? And I even thought, well, maybe they want him to be the focal point off the bench. And be that spark off the bench because just to balance out the roster of who's going to play. And now looking back on it, that's exactly what happened. And because here's the thing. Like, the thing about making Kevin Herter come off the bench versus Reddish off the bench is that Kevin Herter has the ability to create for others as well. Whereas, Cam Reddish, not as much. Now, Cam Reddish down the stretch made some great plays that I want to give him a shout out of finding people other than himself to score down the stretch. And that was eye-opening for me. But it just made sense bringing Herter off the bench with all that he can do on the offensive end. And it ended up working out. Everybody who started for the Hawks was in double digits. Gallinari, 16 points, 4 of 9 shooting from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3, 3 rebounds. Reddish, 18 points, wasn't super efficient from the field, 7 of 19 shooting from the floor, 2 of 7 from 3. Added 2 rebounds and 3 big assists. Big assists right there. So, like, again, shout out Reddish. Whole lot of Reddish. Uh, Capella. Another double double. 11 points, 14 rebounds, five of nine shooting from the floor. Delon Wright with a really good game. A lot of people like to power on him. But he looked good. He was aggressive and playing really, really good defense. Played 40 minutes, the most minutes out of everybody on the Hawks. 15 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. And we oh, sorry, I did not want to forget the defensive stats. Eight steals for the Hawks. Almost everybody, everybody except Lou Will, who played, got a steal. So they were just getting them out there. And DeLon Wright had two steals. And I want to credit Clint Capella with two blocks one, two blocks and um, one steal there. So I want to give, you know, their just desserts on defense because Ox played defense on Wednesday night, contrary to popular belief. But a great night from DeLon Wright. TLC even had a good night. So a lot of people pile on TLC. Why do you start? Why do you play this many minutes? I question it sometimes as well. But really good game, 14 points. He was 4 of 9 shooting from the floor. 3 of 7 from 3, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. And obviously, he's one of the players that got to steal. Okongu off the bench, 6 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal. Good, solid night for Okongu. He's still kind of working himself back into... Shape, I would have to say. Only played 22 minutes, and he still looks a little bit rusty. And I made a prediction with him returning home to LA this weekend, starting obviously tonight, and then they play the Clippers on Sunday night. I expect the Congo to put on a great performance in front of his home crowd, uh, especially probably with some family going to be in attendance at these games. I expect the Congo to have a really good outing this weekend in LA. Lou Will struggled three points, one of seven from the floor, and his one make was a three pointer, added two assists and three rebounds, and then the player of the game. I mean, it was like again, team win. That is what made me really happy with Trey Young out, was the team victory that the Hawks had against a really scrappy Kings team. I mean, you have De'Aaron Fox go off for 30. Halliburton, who was a Painting our side the entire night. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. 5 3-pointers made from him. And Buddy Heald, who, who we pretty much kind of kept in check. He still had 11 points, 6 rebounds, but wasn't lighting it up from 3. And the big thing was Harrison Barnes only had 8 points. That was the big thing right there. Harrison Barnes is kind of their steadying hand. That veteran presence on that team. And when he's not in double digits, the Kings generally don't win. So, like I said, they did a really good job playing defense on the Kings. But, again, player of the game, Kevin Herter, Kavon, whatever you want to call him, Red Velvet, ball in, ball in on Wednesday night. 25 points, 5 assists, 11 rebounds. First player to do that since 1970. I want to say since 1970, I have to statenize. I retweeted the stat per Hawks PR, but essentially people who come off the bench don't do what Kevin Herter did on Wednesday night. I know Montrezl Harrell in 19 had similar stat line, but still that specific stat line hadn't been done since the 1970s. So great game from Kevin Herter Again, five assists, 11 rebounds, 10 of 18 shooting from the floor. I love him getting into the paint. He was only one for five from three. What really helped him was that hey, he drove into the lane, shot the mid-range, and finished at the rim. There was a lot of tough finishes at the rim that got me excited, just just watching the Hawks just get to the free throw line. I mean, Kevin Herter got to the free throw line seven times, and he's a really good free throw shooter. He missed three of them. So at those three points, they could have won by more. DeLon Wright with five free throw attempts. TLC with five. Red, uh, Reddish only got two. Um, I think he settled for more jump shots than others. And that's okay. That's something that we need to continue to see from Kevin. Uh, sorry, Cam Reddish. It's just a drive to the hoop, try to get to the foul line. But a player who was doing that early and kind of setting the tone for the Hawks was Danilo Gallinari. He had seven free throw attempts. On Wednesday night, he was getting into the paint and getting himself to the foul line. He made 7-7. of That was huge, especially in the first half. He kind of set the tone of, hey, let's get to the paint. Let's get to the free throw line. They're calling fouls. They're actually calling fouls for the Hawks. And they certainly took advantage of it. The Hawks, as a team, that night shot pretty well from the free throw line. Shot 73% below their season average, but hey, they got to the free throw line 30 times compared to 20 for the Kings. So, hey, if they're going to call fouls for the Hawks, we got to take advantage of it. So, just a great team victory. Great feeling going into L.A. tonight where the Hawks are, you know, a a two-and-a-half-point underdog versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Obviously, we know that the well-documented Minute um, issues with LA this year with Westbrook and his fit and the non-shooters on this Lakers roster but it's still a roster full of vets so the Hawks certainly going to have to be prepared tonight to do battle and again we talked about on this program how they struggle on Friday night ESPN games lo and behold it's another Friday night ESPN game versus the Lakers so it's going to be tough. The Lakers are 13-10 and on their home court. One of the best fast break teams in the league. And we know that the Hawks are a little bit better team on the road. And I think this is going to go down to the wire. Again, we got to worry about Russ. Trey Young is still questionable tonight with that back. I would expect him to play, especially since it's A game in LA. I mean, I expect Trey Young to potentially be back. Potentially be be back tonight. He's listed as questionable. Uh, John Collins, Bogey, and Jalen Johnson are all questionable due to conditioning. Right now, Cam Oliver is now out. Health and safety protocols. Obviously, DeAndre Hunter, Gorgie Jang, and Solomon Hill are still all out. But you have an opportunity to get back. Potentially, Trey Young. You could have an opportunity to potentially get back John Collins. And you get Bogey potentially back tonight. Now, their minutes are going to have to be managed because obviously they just had COVID. We don't know their symptoms. So we're going to have to be um, cautious of their conditioning levels. And again, Cam Reddish with right ankle soreness, he's probable for tonight. So you have Reddish probable, Bogey questionable. Collins questionable, Johnson questionable, and then Trey Young questionable. A lot of questions right now as I'm recording this episode. But hopefully we can get some of these players back because the more bodies, the better. But we're going to need to commit to be playing defense tonight on a team that likes to get out and run. This is a team that likes to get out and run. They just beat the same Kings team that we did by 8 the other night where LeBron James did LeBron James thing, scoring 31 points, having five assists and five rebounds. Right now, he's the engine. Westbrook is going to have to be big for them. Malik Monk, their jump shooter in that lineup, he's going to have to have a big night for the Lakers. And then obviously they have some vets off the bench. And Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, uh, not a vet, but TLC, is going to get some minutes for them. Anthony Davis is still out for the Lakers, so that is one less problem that the Hawks have to worry about. So Clint Capella should. It's going to be interesting because if we can get Collins and Johnson, not Johnson, but Collins back for sure. Obviously, we have Okongwu. LeBron James has been playing a lot of center as of late, so it's going to be really interesting to see how we match that up. But all in all, we just need to be prepared to play defense. This is not going to be a team that is going to hit a lot of threes, but still we need to run them off the three-point line, make them shoot contested jumpers because we don't want them to get hot from three. We don't want this to be, oh, wow, this is the game that the Lakers just went bonkers from three-point land because the Hawks just let them shoot threes because of the lack of three-point shooting that's on this roster. We can't allow that to happen. We can't. So, and this team is a a team that's going to love to get into the paint. Last game for the Lakers, they scored 62 points in the paint. So, we're going to really have to protect the paint tonight as well. So, Capella is going to be instrumental. Okongu is going to be instrumental. If we can get Reddish back, that's going to be a great wing defender there. So, we're going to have to focus on defense. We're going to have to focus on defense. DeLon Wright, a good defensive presence. TLC, I know he wants to get his shot, but uh, he's going to have to play defense. It's going to have to be, that's going to be the focus tonight. If they can play defense, they can win this game. They can definitely win this game. Now, we're hoping that we can get some of these players who are questionable and probable back for tonight. And we will see as the day goes on. So definitely check our accounts as far as availability for players. But it's going to be an interesting matchup before. Obviously, they stay in L.A. and take on the Clippers on Sunday against a really good team that's been playing well. So it's going to be a fun matchup. I think they can have an opportunity to reverse the curse on ESPN Friday Night Games. But, again, we have to defend tonight, especially going against King and Russell Westbrook, who love to get into the paint. We have to work on not fouling as well, because they will call fouls for this Lakers team. So I expect it to be a pretty physical game.